Good morning. Hope you're having a fine Sunday morning. Welcome back to another edition of Miami Valley Voices on this Cox Radio Station. I'm your host from the Dayton Daily News, Ron Rollins, and uh, we are in the studio today with, uh, I'm going to say a frequent guest, uh, Eva Buttacavoli uh, from the Dayton Visual Arts Center. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, now, here's the deal. Um, uh, you're a frequent guest because uh, the um, uh, Dayton Visual Arts Center is kind of at the center of or at the edges of the a universe lot of, a, <laughs> lot of, a lot of really cool stuff that's going on in town yeah. and actually what we're here to talk about today is um not not dvac per se but kind of a new art program that's like a community-wide art program public art program that's going on uh, in and around downtown dayton right now that uh kind of is a brainchild of yours and it's called drumroll Art in the city. Art in the city. Art in the city. I'm, I'll be curious to hear later how that drum roll turned out. So, um, <laughs> you know, last time we were together, we did Kerplunk. That's right, we did. We did the Artemat, and we we oh, challenged right. people to uh, make the sound. How is the Artemat doing? The Artemat's, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, the Artemat's fantastic. Actually, we have let's new people, people discover it. Let's, let's tell, tell people, people what it is. In the back of the Dayton Visual Arts Center, which is down on Jefferson Street downtown, in the back of your gallery, you have an Artemat, which is a reconditioned cigarette machine, where when you put in five bucks and you pull the kerchunk, it drops out a little cigarette pack-sized piece of unique individual art. Cigarette pack-sized, but not. But, but what it is, it's an art dispenser. It's art dispenser, so, right. So and it's art from bucks, all of art. five books. You get new art. The yeah. artist gets two fifty, and it's. Tw- I think we've got twenty four artists' works in there, and yeah. it's artists from all over the world. Right. Because you know there are one hundred and thirty artemats all over the world, and guess who has the only one in Ohio? Dayton. Dayton Divac. Dayton Divac. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got uh, a nice little cool uh, abstract expressionist five dollar mm. piece that's kind of still sitting in my car. I haven't taken it out of my car yet because <laughs> I'm not sure where whether it ends up at home or at my on my on my desk at work. It's so is kinda, it on your um, dashboard? It's kind of sitting in the in the yeah, well there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I kind of look at it. And it's really cool. It's got the very colorful, flourishy thing. So, <laughs> but um, so okay, art in the city. So, so leave leave it to us to go from drum roll to Turk or Plunk to back to art in the That's city. Right. So art in the, art in the city. What is so, art in the city? Well, first of all, it was not my brainchild. Um, oh, I, it, let's just stick with that story. Okay, we'll stick with that. Well, okay. it was a little bit of my brainchild um, wanting to bring it to Dayton, but I have to say, um, I've been speaking with my friends over at the Dayton, the Downtown Dayton Partnership for about two years um, about this. Uh, what would it be like to have a time uh, in the summer where there are works of art all inside city buildings, buildings that, that you would never expect that people frequent, um, really to just get people talking about art, as I call it, on the street. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine uh, art in a an auto service, an auto body shop, in a hair salon, in a post office, in a pizza, in a pizza place, mm-hmm. uh, or in a, a pizza takeout, um, in a gallery, in a church, in an office lobby, what would mm-hmm. that be like? And you know, we talk about how arts rich our community is, but um, and we have a beautiful museum and we have a beautiful space at DVAC and there are wonderful spaces around town. But what about all those, the people that don't necessarily come into those spaces or don't even know that they like or think about or even affected by art all the time? What right. if they encounter something when they're getting their tires rotated? Um, what would that be like? And, um, and and what you're talking about there is the element of surprise. The element of one, surprise, the element of bringing together stuff that is not conventionally together. Right. You know, um, it's the whole idea of, there's that TED talk about when ideas have sex, you know, <laughs> uh, how basically two ideas and then something else morphs out. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what a, it is. A brilliant different thing. You're talking about the collision of two unusualnesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Th- 
coming together and making something different. Without the challenge or without the, uh, you know, the barriers that sometimes being in an art gallery or an art museum, right. you know, constitute where we can talk about what you hate about it, how strange it is, you know, your, your, whatever, your four-year-old could do that. All those sorts of conversations are free to happen. <laughs> but your four-year-old didn't. Yeah, right, there's right. A, there's, we could do a whole, there is yeah, a TED a Talk about show, that. Right, right. Um, so, you know, how to orchestrate that. And uh, let me just not get any further into the conversation saying that um, very close by, about five hours away in Grand Rapids, Michigan, is uh, the granddaddy of this sort of uh, citywide community art immersion and it's called Art Prize and we've talked about it before. Um, we've mentioned it on a past show. Yeah. It's a national juried exhibition in over, I think it's like 40 locations um, and there's a public vote and a critic vote. Oh, we haven't talked about that. Everybody right. gets to vote on it. Not only do we ask them or push them or hope that they talk about it, then they get to vote on it in whatever criteria that they want. And guess what? The, the winning piece gets a People's Choice Award and in Dayton, it how much, is a five hundred dollar prize. How much is it in Grand Rapids? It's, it's forty thousand dollars <laughs> in Grand Rapids. <laughs> needless so, to say, there's large corporate so underwriting. Yeah, but you yeah. know they've been doing it for ten years. And is it that old, really? Yeah, it is. I think it's it was his tenth year last year. Well, or now this year. when you go up there, you've been up to it. So not only have I been up to it, there's actually a lot of people that live in the community um, that have. Uh, Greg Robinson, I'm going to give him a shout out. He Dayton, and his wife okay. go. Yeah, yeah, and his wife go every so year. So what's it, before we get to what we're doing here in Dayton with it? What what is it about it? in Grand Rapids that made you go up as the person who runs the uh, a community visual arts center and go, ooh, wow, I want mm -hmm. this in my town. What, what was it like up there? Well, you know, um, think of Urban Nights. Yeah. Those of you that the know Urban lamented, Nights. The late lamented Urban the Nights. The late lamented, but the newly flourishing uh, Summer in the City program. Yeah. You know, many cities have this sort of thing. I mean, it's kind of our first Friday, the idea that with beautiful weather, everybody's out walking about and taking advantage of the riches that the community offers. Musicians right. on the streets, you know, restaurants open with specials, right, all sorts right. of activities and galleries open and art and artists and even just pop-up things happening on the sidewalk. So that's happening in a huge way during Art Prize. Um, but not only is it happening for just anybody, but it's also attracting all these arts, uh, glitterati, I'll say, and the news station, the news station, mm -hmm. um, sets up shops smack in the middle of town in a storefront to oh, report really? on it. Oh, that's cool. People are walking around with their smartphones because, of course, there's an app that you can talk about and you can vote and you can search and you can find. So... I was most interested in it because it has a national focus and it is prestigious for many artists to apply and get in. How many you end more up somewhere you at an you can be yeah. at an art museum, you can be at the auto body shop, you right. can be at the presidential library, you can be in a park. Right. Um, and how many did you say? How many venues are there? I think there. No, I'm, you can't quote me on this because well, somebody should Google on, it just right away. Just say it on the radio. Said, yeah, right. Yeah, say it on the radio so that it just goes into the ether. <laughs> well, more or less. I mean, it's, I think is it's it like hundreds. Four, or, no, okay, I don't right. think it's hundreds. Okay. I think it's less than. 100, maybe more than 40. And needless to say, there's a lot more applicants from around the country than can. Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty competitive. There is. There so is. it's a $40,000 prize. It's a $40,000. Right there, there's two prizes now, actually. There's a public prize and mm -hmm. then there's a critic's prize. Ooh. But to gain momentum and also to gain a, um, a mid-level to a more experienced artist, mm -hmm. what they decided to do was, um, you know, they have got forums and talks and, and so they've invited curators to right. come and discover, you know, what's happening in the arts in Grand Rapids, which was very savvy. So they 
also started a critics prize and so they'll have you know writers from you know art forum or you know the new york times art section that sort of thing that you know have some cred um as far as uh, you know arts critics um and they have them talk about the work talk about the process and then also award a prize so they have two prizes mm-hmm. and i know they're not the same amount one is a little bit smaller one's a little bit bigger and i don't know which uh, one yeah, is which sure. well people actually people can google the the grand yeah the they art, can google the art, art prize, prize in, in and um, grand rapids but okay so grand rapids little town in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. about our size mm-hmm. well not really a little known bit more as, corporate support sure, but a little not, bit more walkability downtown sure but i guess my point was until 10 years ago certainly in no way shape or form considered to be a national arts hub or now place. it's a national arts hub right i mean you would have thought of towns like austin or Asheville, yeah, maybe yeah, is yeah. something like that but but not grand rapids any no. more than any, any more than it, people it's turned the city yeah. inside out so that's really cool mm-hmm. so you went up there mm-hmm. you heard about it you, you you're running a Community Arts Center mm-hmm. here in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. You thought, oh, let's go up and look at the art prize, yeah. and you came back yeah. and you're like, wow. Yeah. You started talking about it in town with friends and people mm-hmm. who were in the DVAC mm-hmm. crowd almost as soon as you got. And back. artists that have applied and been yeah. part of it. Yeah. Um, there are artists in Dayton that have applied and been part of it. And um, so, how have you transferred it to here? Well, what, what, and, what, what did that take? So. Um, well, it took the logistics of the Downtown Dayton Partnership, who has a relationship with these businesses, in one square mile. So we're starting out with one square mile of Downtown Dayton. Mm-hmm. Um, I propose that if they could handle the logistics of the businesses signing on, that I then DVAC can handle the logistics of doing a call for artists mm-hmm. and doing installation and signage and helping with marketing. And then uh, Dayton.com signed on to help us with the voting capacity. Yeah, which was we should say Dayton.com Dayton. is a Com. Fox Media Group uh, website that features local arts, entertainment, food, food trucks, painting. Yep, the, right. the the best in the area. That's we right. love it. We love it. Um, and um, we got a grant from the Ohio Arts Council oh, and cool. DPNL signed on to be a sponsor for actually all of the Summer in the City projects. Um, so, like I said, we've been talking about it for about two years, and um, we said let's get it together and do it. And uh, it was. I'll say relatively easy on the logistics side, but I'm hoping that there are just all sorts of waves of, uh, you know, of opinion and excitement and dialogue right, and, right. you know, and just awareness that happened from it. So that's happening right now and because it launched on, it launched fr- launched on June, Friday, 3rd, June 3rd, first Friday. And it go- first Friday, and it goes through June 17th. Okay. And there are literally 26 locations right. throughout one square mile of downtown that are, frankly, because my cohort, Patrick Mock, and I did it with our, uh, we hired an installer, Wes Berg, who's also an artist. Um, Wes installed everything within two weeks, but Patrick, Wes, and I walked every every venue mm-hmm. uh, in an entire day, so it's walkable and it's fun. Um, there is one work of art by uh, each artist in the location. So mm-hmm. we didn't do an exhibition, we just we started off with one work of art prominently displayed, lit, with great big, big signage that talks about the project mm-hmm. and its hopes and dreams, and had a vote, and had a vote for it. So, so the, it's the, up, it's happening. The two ways to vote are, uh, and we'll get more into the art in a minute, the two ways to vote are you can go to Dayton.com and You vote. can go to Dayton.com And it's very prominently on the homepage mm-hmm. there. And then, um, 
that you there's a box there's a box of, of balloting yeah, uh, in yeah. front at DVAC, but also in front of each of the artworks right. themselves. And you know, um, we did that. I really wanted to push um, the digital and the smartphone and that whole thing, um, but we really found it necessary to have the paper ballots as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say, some places didn't keep their paper ballot boxes up, so you can come to DVAC to vote. Sometimes mm-hmm. some they are, but you can always vote on Dayton.com. We should say too that Dayton.com has a map of everything. Uh, Dayton.com uh, has a map of everything. The Dayton, downtown Dayton. Little, partnership has a map of all of the venues right. as well. Well, we would rather traffic oh, go to Dayton. I, know, I get it. <laughs> we have metrics. I know, but I'm me. holding a physical map in my hand to There is a physical me, paper map, yeah, mm-hmm. which is a pretty uh, handy looking thing. So uh, there's 26 venues, 26 artists. 26 venues, 26 artists. And you kind of started slow or small mm-hmm. yep. and you want to build it up each year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't forget to ask this uh, by the end of the show. Um, are, are you already happy enough with it that you're pretty sure you're going to do it at least one more time next year. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Well, yeah, we'll get, and and, we'll, and I, I already want to add something to it, but I'm not sure if we're going to do it next year or the year after. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. So um, let's talk about actually. Let's tell people if you're just tuning in. This is uh, uh, Miami Valley Voices. We're talking with Eva Budakavoli, uh, a, a longtime friend who's the executive director of the Dayton Visual Arts Center downtown. And um, there's a new community-wide arts program called Art in the City, which involves 26 artists with works in 26 different downtown venues that you can vote on for your favorite and the winner will get 500 bucks. Um, plus it's just a cool way to see what kind of art. I, now I want to say like you, I know, I know a lot of, I'm, I'm an artist myself. People have heard that on the show and I'm, and I've covered the local art scene and I'm fairly well snapped in. There were like about 10 artists in this lineup that were people that I've just didn't know yeah. that I was not yeah. familiar with at least half and I thought that was really cool I thought that, that it was a, and I didn't expect that when I was when I was um, expecting to see the lineup I thought eh, it's going to be the usual suspects it's going to be people that I either know pretty well or I'm familiar with their work as somebody who follows the local art scene that was not the case uh, that you there was a whole bunch of new people who popped up for this talk about that that's well, really cool I mean this I mean we the, should name some names you're going, I will yeah. I mean we're going you're going right down to the heart of what DVAC is about I mean right. we are the Dayton Visual Arts Center we are Dayton's community arts center so not only are we in touch with and helping promote and kind of push and maybe get to the next level the you know emerging artists that we know the the mid-career but we're also pushing those artists that maybe have come to art later in life or maybe are just graduating and they're they're figuring out how to navigate the scene of showing in exhibitions getting grants writing proposals you know showing outside of the area so this is a testament to reaching out to that group of artists because I've been here seven years mm-hmm. and I've been with DVAC for four and it's all I do all day and night is talk to artists and mm-hmm. guess what there were 10 of them I did not know that's really cool so that is really really I mean there cool. was something about that what do you think it was about this event that made them uh, come out of uh, the, the, their own area to, yeah. to approach DVAC for well, the first we time. Well, we did a hot and heavy, quick marketing campaign and saturated uh, social media and any sort of arts group that was attached to mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, we also did calls on um, lots of different places where artists look, um, callforentry.com, I mean, art deadlines, all those sorts of lists. It was very, very it was very digital. Mm-hmm. Um also, community-wide between the Downtown Dayton Partnership and us, I mean, flyers, that sort of thing. I think the bandwidth of being part of something that is citywide and promoted through these city entities was attractive mm-hmm. to even some first-time exhibiting artists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it was just that and the, and the getting yeah. the word out. And there was... Um, 
you know, it's it, it, it was juried. So we had um, almost 100 applicants. And I will say, DVAC does, we're very proud, we do about six calls for artists a year. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's anything from a solo exhibition in our space to, say, a commission project to, say, a juried member show. Right. So we're, we're in touch with a lot of artists, and we get upwards of 200 or, or more applications. So we got just under 100, and um, our committee... Uh, um, scored everything and then juried it out and we decided we had space. Well, we knew we had space for 26. We had Mm -hmm. to pick 26 artists. Um, So the beauty of it is there were even more Mm -hmm. than were selected that were new to us. That's pretty cool. Which are new on our radar too. Um, uh, Give give us some of the names of folks that were new to you. um, Well. And tell us where they are. Well, I'm just going to say names. that I'm going to say everybody, you know. So um, Kim Ciccarelli, we love at Clifford Darrett. Kelsey Dougherty was new to us. Her work is over at the Dublin Pub. Well, I knew Clifford Darrett because Clifford Darrett is great. I knew, yeah. We know. So I'm naming everybody. Clifford is wonderful. Yeah. we got Amy Dale and daughter Grace Deal. Right. Um, Nathan Dean, a little bit new to us. His beautiful photograph is over at, at um, Flaming Pizza. Mm-hmm. Ann Diller. Uh, John Jaster Flying was pizza, new yeah. to me. He's, his work is over at Warped Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a wonderful woman named Iman Jabra, mm-hmm. um, whose work is at Baker Salvage Company. Did not know her. Which is on St. Clair. And yeah. then there's somebody like John Barlow Hudson who does commissions like worldwide. Worldwide, he's internationally known. Um, yeah. And he applied. His work is over at the Wine Gallery. Yep. Christina Gluck um, did a beautiful image, which is in the Kettering Tower. She was new to me. Pam Geisel, um, who is longtime DVAC friend, mm-hmm. uh, who does fiber. Um, Doug Feely, longtime DVAC friend. Sydney King, um, medium DVAC friend. Mary Koch, longtime. Amy Kohler Anderson, very well known in the community, mm-hmm. has worked um, um, in many places. James Lafibra, um, we had met before. The Miami Valley. Art Quilt Network, not new to us, but right. so excited that as a group they applied. They applied yeah, that was yeah. You know, that's the other thing. Since um, the lo- the rules were sort of loose and it was our first time, mm-hmm. we were hoping for groups and yeah. installations right. and proposals of right, taking right. over a space, right. which is something that's characteristic of Art Prize, right. of artists creating things specifically for Art Prize that will take over a space. Which And two of those artists really did. We'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, yeah. Michael Lynn Michaelic, um, yeah. Ashley Simmons, we know, Simons rather, um, Lowell Wagner, um, we know a little bit, Joel Whitaker, uh, photography professor at, at University of Dayton. Yeah. I'll tell you somebody who's new, a recent graduate of of Wright State, a photographer named Shannon Williams. Oh. She was new to us, and her work is up at MJ's. Yeah, it was a cool piece, too. Yeah, yeah. So um, two of them really did transform the space. Uh, Amy Deal, mm-hmm. uh, who's a, a friend, longtime friend, and mm-hmm. um, and the artist that may a lot of people may know is the artist that had the design that was painted along the uh, river wall mm-hmm. uh, last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amy, Amy did this really cool thing with um, old plastic... Uh, food containers and milk bottles and and, fo- and and soda bottles and stuff that she got from the House of Bread. She and I are on the board together at the House of Bread, the soup kitchen over in uh, community kitchen over in in Inner West Dayton, and and um, she she basically pulled all these very just what would have gone into the recycling or the trash and turned it into this gigantic 
floral display. I, how yeah, do you describe it? Yeah, it's kind of like a flower it? curtain. Yeah. Now, now, now think huge. about it. I mean, like, she cut and molded them and yeah, shaped them. And made them into So they have these kind of petal or orchid kind of shapes. And, and then mostly she... Mostly blue and green and white. Mostly blue, yeah. green and white. So yeah. it looks very like ocean-like. Yeah. Um, and it is uh, huge. 15 feet high-ish. Yeah, it's like about, a great big curtain. About six feet wide. Yeah. And about six feet wide. And it's um, at the Nucleus Co-Share space. It's at Nucleus Co-Share. Yeah. It's a beautiful piece. It is. And it's glistening because you can imagine and the plastic and the way she's right. so uh, you know the repurposing of the material to create a site-specific installation that's really cool that was really and cool. if anybody knows amy she loves repurposing and things she throws and herself into a project she throws yeah. herself into projects yeah. um and in a way and some people know her she does a lot of uh, collage work in a way mm. it's sort of like a it collage kind of, as well and then michaelin um uh, was also the at uh, corner kitchen also mm-hmm. Re- mm-hmm. in the the back room there mm-hmm. really did transform the space again she mm-hmm. had kind of a very large how to describe it um she covered an entire corner and a wall with um like torn paper kind of like, portraits yeah portraits that there's were a like, video on dayton.com oh, that's right there's a video on dayton.com about <laughs> the installation of it. The yeah. Piece. yeah so it's like she would paint on like heavy paper and then she tore them out mm-hmm. and sort of mounted them and laid them on atop of each other so that they kind of it's like a giant it's like crowd, a crowd scene a crowd scene mm-hmm. yeah but mm-hmm. like of images throughout her life and mm-hmm. childhood mm-hmm. and stuff like that it's yeah a really she's beautiful very interesting painting. and it goes along with her work but she did create it specifically yeah. for this um she uh, ideas of uh domestic her family, her her history, that sort of thing. So, yeah. so it's uh, it's just crawling up a wall and up a corner. It really uh, is at cool. Corner kitchen, yeah. yeah it so, is cool. so the idea was that if you had artists that had an idea that would involve transforming the space, that was cool. And that was their proposal. So, yeah. in their application, they they um they would send an image that was representative of their work, but then they would mm-hmm. say, and and this is, and you know, this is the other thing, you're teaching artists how to do applications for certain calls. Right. Then they would describe, you know, how they would transform a space, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So did you try to match, um, so you had kind of a, a matching game, like matching the artist to the yeah, space. Yeah, and, and that's part of uh, Art Prize too, and that's that's a fun part. Um, there's all sorts of things you can imagine that you're taking into account. You're mm-hmm. taking into account space, lighting, you know, if you're gonna be able to put it on a wall, mm-hmm. um, if the piece is 2D or 3D or, you know, installation based, mm-hmm. um, how much it weighs, right. uh, you know, if it's got a delicate nature, that I sort of thing. I assume Amy's is pretty heavy. It's on like a heavy wood frame. With it is on a heavy and wood stuff, frame, yeah. and it is surprisingly heavy, even yeah. though it's made out of plastic. Yeah. Um, some pieces, just some 2D, somewhat standard size pieces mm-hmm. um, that ended up in spaces. We tried to make the spaces as public as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you curate, you think of when somebody enters the door, the sight line right. of being able to find the piece well, so like and blind, that sort of like thing. Blind Bob's, Glenna Jennings, the mm-hmm. local photographer who teaches at UD, I think, is mm-hmm. over. Yep. Is there, so it's like at Blind Bob's, when you, uh, a bar in the Oregon district, when you walk like right in the door, it's like right there on the line. Well, you know, it you also happens it. to sit above where the person, when they right. have bands at night, takes the money and right. the figures. It's it's a couple of images of people looking down at another image, and That's it kind of looks is. like they're looking down at yeah. like the people in line. And yeah. and there's a big explanation. It's a, a very in, it's a complex piece actually, but there's a big explanation. And we wanted to make sure it was lit a bit because it was at a bar, mm-hmm. as opposed to the Miami Valley quilters whose three piece quilt of 
three different artists um, did a landscape that included Mendelssohn's A Cityscape of Dayton, oh, yeah, right. which is in the AAA Tire Auto Service Center, which has great big windows and tons of light. Oh, is that, it and is you could see it across driving. Across the uh, new public library. Yeah, yeah, and you could see it driving down the street. Oh, so, okay. I haven't you know, seen We wanted yet. to put something big, and also it is in a sight line where you can see Mendelssohn's at the same time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so we did all sorts of things, and like uh, Shannon's work, Human Sculptures, um, that we have at MJ's, mm-hmm. which was up for Pride Weekend, by right. the way. is um, she's a dancer and they are hands and legs and feet of dancers kind of body parts and they Mm. so that they could be seen in a darkened space because they're just black and white and the white hands sort of glow Um, so we did clever things like that and then when we didn't have to do specific clever things like it fit like almost anything could fit there Mm -hmm. we just did fun things like we put Kelsey Dougherty at the Dublin pub because She's Irish. <laughs> you gotta, we gotta good have enough, fun. Good, yeah. enough, good enough reason. Uh, we're here with Eva Buttercavoli from the Dayton Visual Arts Center talking about the uh, Art in the City uh, community-wide art program going on downtown through the 17th, right? Through 17th of June? June 17th, as another, a matter of fact. Another week then. Um, voting ends at noon right. on Friday, June 17th. So you and said then you got about 2,000 votes? The, no, just so, no, not even now. We have more than 2,000 now for the first weekend. So when I say weekend, so it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Last I, weekend, I got uh, the on yeah. Monday. Wow, that's cool. Mm, 2000. Um, two thousand. Oh, no, wasn't that great? That is cool, and I know people have been voting on Dayton.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it was really interesting. So when when my friends and I were uh, stopping into Blind Bob's to uh, imbibe a, a mid walk adult beverage, uh, so that we could uh, fortify ourselves to have proper appreciation of the art sure, later on. Sure, yeah, um, that, that's all part of it. We noticed that um, sitting right across from Glenna's um, photographs that you described a minute ago, there was this young woman that was just sort of sitting on the bench, just kind of staring at them. It was really, really cool. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard uh, that. She uh cuz I haven't seen you since then. Yeah. Uh, it was she was just kind of maybe she was a student of Glenn's or something. Huh. I don't know, but she really um it's fun to watch people interact with artwork, you know, mm-hmm. cuz they do all mm-hmm. kinds of like my 4-year-old could do yeah, that. Yeah. But um she was just sort of sitting there and just kind of sitting back looking up at the photos and like she couldn't take her eyes off them mm-hmm. like for a long time like for 10 12 15 minutes maybe it was really it's interesting. kind of an interesting um you know incongruity that you're building you yeah. know when you're in a bar and you're seeing something that looks a little bit different from the posters and right, the lights right. on the wall and, and it's framed and, the and lights, those yeah. are black and white photographs yeah and that's part of it too because like, the idea is here, you know yeah. art brings us beauty art brings us humanity right, it should, right. it's a mirror onto ourselves right. so to see that in a public space where people are interacting in different ways that that's also yeah. what art is about and it was way too early in the evening for her to be intoxicated <laughs> I think she was simply no, sitting back and enjoying the art I know yeah. we need to be a little bit better it's more than you know what your four year old can make these are I'm accomplished these artists are wonderful, wonderful um, pieces yeah. these are yeah I mean they're, they're really great I'm works. saying that too that's because that's what people say when they look at my art oh yeah there you go oh, I didn't say <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so uh, we got a couple minutes left. Where can people find out more? They can go to Dayton.com. They can go to the the Dayton, Downtown Dayton Partnership website, mm-hmm. right? They can go to the DVAC website. Yep, DaytonVisualArts.org. And mm-hmm. um, Under so, Art and City, right on the front, front page. That's very cool. It's very easy to find. There's maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's hard copy maps at DVAC. Mm-hmm. And hard copy maps at all of the 26 locations. Okay, so um, if you are out and about this weekend or this well, some evening this week, Stop into a venue and, and look around for the stuff. Uh, there's mm-hmm. 26 places. It's hard to miss. Mm-hmm. So um, 
what would you talk about next year? You, you, I already said so you do want to do it again. You know, at least this one is one of uh, three of the signature events that uh, DPNL and uh, the Downtown Dayton Partnership are working on. Um, Downtown Adventure Night is in August. August fifth, Performing Arts Street Party is in September. So you know, this is the continuation or the you know two of Urban Night. So mm-hmm. we are definitely planning it for next year. Um, and like I said, I want to do something. Um, yeah, I want to do something big. I'm not going to announce. Yet, but oh, you know, when you do let's something, do it. That, let's no, announce it now. No, you'll bring show. me back. Oh, um, you don't know that. But the family, <laughs> you'll need a favor. Um, but the big thing is, you know, when you do something like this, um, we've kind of worked out some of the kinks. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of getting the business owners to understand what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it brings foot traffic. Right. Um, but you're also responsible for something on the wall. All the artists, by the way, were contracted to be at their site on uh, first Friday mm-hmm. um, on the opening to either do a day. Demo. Doug Feely did a demo right in the middle of Dayton Beer Company. Well, that's cool. He painted on an yeah. easel. I love Doug Feely's Old Feely's school. Work. I wanted him to play guitar, but he yeah. did. Um, he painted. Um, Somebody recently described Doug Feely's work to me as a cross between Modigliani and Chagall. Oh wow, well, that's I, very I'm like, nice. Yeah, I told him that, and he got he's he such blu- a good painter. He blushed. Yeah, he's such a good painter. <laughs> he's like, well, he's like, Whoa, I'll take that, Ron. That was pretty nice. <laughs> We're out of time. Oh well, I'm there sorry. it goes yeah. again. <laughs> sorry, I told you, it always goes fast. I know. Uh, hey, uh, this has been uh, Miami Valley Voices. We've been with uh, dear friend Eva Buttercavoli from the Dayton Visual Arts Center, talking about the Art in the City exhibition uh, all around downtown. You can find it at Dayton.com and the Dayton Downtown Dayton Partnership and DVAC websites through the 17th June 17th mm-hmm. go look at the art vote and uh, help an artist win 500 bucks uh, thanks for coming in appreciate thank it thank you thank uh, you absolutely we'll get you in some other time of course mm-hmm. and uh, this has been Miami Valley Voices this is your host Ron Rollins this show is available on a podcast at whio.com see you next Sunday